Monday and welcome to Holding Fast, a brand new podcast week that we have before us. And I wonder after a past Lord's Day, how does your anchor hold? Does it grip firmly to the Word of God? That's the, that's the mantra that I give, the motto of the whole podcast, and I hope that you've been able to grow in your walk with the Lord recently, and that your faith in Him is real, and that His presence with you is overshadowing in all that you do. Uh, that's really one of the marvelous things about being a disciple of the fa- of the our Lord Jesus Christ, our Father in heaven, that He never leaves us nor forsakes us. I've been meditating this morning on a frequent command that's given to God's people, and our text this morning uh, uh, today actually comes from Proverbs chapter one and verse seven, a verse that I've known ever since I was young, but I found it to be so applicable recently in circumstances. But the Bible says in Proverbs 1 and verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And you don't have to go very far and then you get to the second chapter and it says, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. This is that frequent command given to God's people in the Old Testament. It is to fear God or fear the Lord. And I think that uh, this requires us to spend a little time, instead of a Theology Thursday, I think this is going to end up being a Theology Week, because uh, I think we need to understand what that command means. If you're a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ today, it's important that you know this, this, uh, what this text means in the Scripture. Because really, it's only as you truly fear the Lord that you're going to be freed from all destructive and satanic fears and fleshly fears and things that uh, crop up so easily in a in a finite fragile heart like we possess as human beings by fearing the lord you can you can avoid being trapped by the natural desire and uh, uh, usually pull toward going your own way and defying God and giving in to your own flesh or the temptations that people would or Satan would place in your way in moral behave, immoral behavior and everything. So it's important that we understand this. As a matter of fact, if in Deuteronomy chapter 6, in that final giving out of the law, that second giving of the law that Moses took the time to do in the life of of, uh, God's people. He actually takes pains to say this in chapter 6. He said in verse 1, now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that you might do them in the land whither you go to possess it that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. So here we are given this instruction to live in the fear of God. Now, I want to take a little bit of time to explore this in the next few podcasts, but because there are different aspects to that, and it's important. But as a general overview, I want you to notice, I, I think most people misunderstand what it really means to live in the fear of God. Uh there are two aspects primarily to that, and that means that there is a sense in which we are in awe and we fear Him, we fear displeasing Him, we fear disappointing Him with our lives. Uh, I think, though, there there is a sense that we need to understand it doesn't mean that we walk around 
terrified and frightened of God in the sense that we'd be worried any moment that he's going to lose patience with us and kill us because we had a sinful thought or or we gave in to a temptation or we had too much ice cream. Uh, there's just a sense that some people hold to that. <clears throat> to walk in the fear of the Lord actually means somewhat uh, of the opposite of that. It means that you can have literally a confident assurance that the enemy is not going to overcome you. It's a healthy fear of the Lord, a confidence in his person that really does compel me to submit to him and to resist the devil, knowing that he has to flee when I live in the fear of the Lord. It means that he's not going to get a foothold in your life, that Satan knows that you no longer serve sin. Um, It's kind of like the example of Joseph. Uh, I know that the Lord is watching over me just like he did with Joseph. Remember Joseph in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis, he was tempted by Potiphar's fleshly wife. And literally, Joseph responds to her by saying, how can I do this thing and sin against God? There's an absolute confidence there that one's relationship with the Lord is going to protect and preserve and take care uh, of the believer. Reading an article recently in the Wall Street Journal uh, about uh, what's going on over in Israel itself, Ashkelon is a city on the coast of Israel, not very far from Tel Aviv, just north of that troubled Gaza Strip where Hamas, a terror organization, has been launching so many uh, missiles into Israel itself. And the article describes a recent Sunday when air raid sirens were screaming into the air across the city and people were running from their cars to try to seek shelter somewhere as the missiles began to rain down in Israel. And in the article, there is a a man who is trying to comfort his teenage daughter. And they said, he said they were hiding under a tree He told his daughter, he said, don't worry, it will be fine. The Iron Dome will save us. Well, some of you perhaps have heard of the Iron Dome in Israel. It's uh, Israel's air defense interceptor missiles. And they streak into the sky as soon as the the, uh, enemy missiles are detected. And they they, uh, 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 attack those rockets in the air before they ever have a chance to land. And so Hamas, that Islamic radical movement, uh, begins to shoot all these. The majority of cases, about 90% of them, begin to uh, explode as the Iron Dome takes care of them. And there's been nearly 5,000 missiles that have been fired uh, on Israel uh, up to this point. And there was very little casualties or major damage that could have happened had there been no Iron Dome. The defense system was deployed in 2011 and was built and maintained by funding from the United States. It cost a massive $1.6 billion. But in the amount of lives saved, it's been worth every penny. It's made up a network of batteries and and radar that are programmed to fire at those incoming rockets. Now, I say all that to say in that article, it was interesting. It's a reminder to me that the fear of the Lord is like an impenetrable iron dome, one man called it, 
that shoots down incoming rockets from the enemy. What that means for you today, the beginning of this broadcast week, I want to remind you that if you're a disciple of God, if you're a disciple of Jesus Christ today, if you love the Lord with all your heart and you have a healthy fear of the Lord where you want to live for Him and organize your life in a way that's going to bring Him the greatest glory, you can have quiet assurance of safety in this life and in the next. That doesn't mean that everything is going to go smooth and without bumps in the road, but I want to remind you that you can rest confidently. There are some people that live in such great fear because of things that the enemy throws at them, but I want you to know today that quiet assurance that God gives for safety in this life, that you have to look forward also in eternity to that that uh, wonderful state of existence with Him, that's very precious to a believer. Um, I want you to be encouraged today that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It is a joy to those who have it, and I want to encourage you to put your faith in Him and fear.